Hi. Recognize some of your faces out there. Um, I'm Wendy. I'm a compulsive overeater. And um, it, uh, it's a, a pleasure to talk to you guys tonight. That it, It's so fitting. Um, it's the first time that I've been asked to speak since I've come back from my relapse. And um, so it's just, it really is the perfect meeting because I don't have to be ashamed that it, it's been such a short amount of time. Um, but I really, um, I guess I'll just share, um, you know, kind of what it was like in the relapse, what happened and, and what it's like now. Um, I, um, was abstinent for about two and a half years and I went to a lot of meetings and I did service and things. Um, but there are a couple things that I, I didn't do. And one is that, um, there were just some foods that I wasn't willing to give up. Um, they just, they seemed healthy. They seemed, they weren't on, I just really hadn't gotten to identify like, what are my alcoholic foods? And I also think that the concept of that I have an allergy didn't sink in to me. Um, you know, I understand how allergies work. And I also, in the past, I've understood a craving as like, God, I'm hungry. You know, God, I could eat of this or whatever. But as it applies to this program, what I realized a craving is, is once I ingest a certain type of food, and it's so random for me, you know, I mean, for example, I can see, I can eat like cheese on a salad, but I can't free eat charcuterie and cheese. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's that minute of a difference. And so when I ingest these things that I'm allergic to, it sets up a craving where I just want more. And, and so when I wouldn't give up peanuts and I wouldn't give up popcorn and I wouldn't give up eating free cheese, I didn't get it that those things were keeping me sick. They were keeping the craving. And, um, you know, just like taking a sip of alcohol. Uh, and, and it was so random that they weren't, you know, just basic sugar, flour, that, that there was more to it. And there's, there's eating behaviors too. Um, so anyway, I, um, you know, broke my absence a little bit and then a lot and then a lot. And then I just, I didn't come back to meetings for, for a couple of years. And, um, I remember being on the phone with someone and I was like sitting in my car at a park with the windows down. And I was so annoyed that these kids outside my window were making noise. And it just hit me like how my spirituality had gone. Like, where, where was my spirituality that it was on my nerves that these kids at the park were making noise? Um, so it was just things like that that I could just tell. I could just feel it that I wasn't grounded. And, I, you know, I can see resentments and I can see all those things. But without giving up my addiction and seeking a higher power, I can can't change those things. I can't see a resentment and just wish it away. Um, so for about two years, I listened to podcasts. Um, I would try to go to a meeting, um, couldn't really stay, could, didn't have the attention span. Um, but I often asked God for the willingness and, um, 
one day, well, it was actually happened in like two days. I, um, you know, I had been waking up every Monday morning and saying, I'm going to go on a diet. And I also had gotten to a point that I could tell I had really lost control of how much weight I was putting on. And I, I, I used to be able to, you know, manage it a little bit and I could just see it coming on and on and on and not being able to stop it. And it was really scary. Um, so anyway, I, um, I was in that, that world, right. Of like hating myself because I ate the night before and waking up and saying, I'm not going to eat again and looking in the mirror and being disgusted and being ashamed to, you know, put on stretch pants. Cause I didn't, you know, whatever, all that stuff. And, um, I got a call from my very best friend in the world and she was bawling her eyes out. And she told me that she thinks she's an alcoholic and she's, she went to her first AA meeting and it really surprised me. But what I told her back was exactly what I needed to hear as someone in relapse. And one the the big thing I heard is um, that I told her is that it's not easy. It's not easy. Don't expect it to be easy to give up something that you've depended on and all of that. And it's just like, I just heard myself talking and I'm like, Oh my God, it's not easy. Why, why do I keep thinking it's going to be easy? This is not. And um, so that, that was, that was one thing. And then the next morning I got up and on my way to work, I, um, listened to an OALA uh, relapse workshop. John Kay put it on and it was like a five, five day relapse workshop. And he also said, it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, especially relapse is not easy because you've got some of the healthy, you know, the spiritual stuff and some, you know, so anyway, he, he said the same thing. And, and, and he also said another thing that, that really set with me, which is that food can just no longer be an option. It just can't be an option. And um, there's something about the the combination of of those two events happening in my life that I was willing to get on an OA meeting um, and attend an OA meeting. And um, I couldn't sit through the whole thing the first time. Um, And I was, you know, just being really choosy and, and whatever, but I kept, I kept, for some reason I kept going and I also was able to keep the food down, um, while I was kind of searching for the right meetings. And I, I re- I knew that I wanted to, um, study the big book. Um, I, I really relate to the allergy, the alcohol allergy. And I also really relate to the directions in the big book of how to deal with resentments because resentments are, what, what someone says in another meeting is, you know, that the, the, t- the 10th step, the fourth step and the 10th step is like buildup of, of everyday human emotion that we all have. And I just, if there's any design for living in the 12 steps for me to have a way to deal with my emotions is like, it's just gold. And I just feel like it's really straightforward in the big book. Um, so anyway, I found a sponsor, um, the great thing about Zoom is I went to a meeting in Scottsdale, Arizona. I found a sponsor in Georgia and um, she took me through the big book and she's a very gentle woman, very gentle. Um, 
And, and from the beginning, from the day we started talking, she started introducing to me that I would eventually be working with other people. And so by the time that we got to like, you know, four and five, I was kind of excited to, to, to work with people and to be as gentle with them as she was to me. Um, so anyway, so we, um, so we were working the steps and there was one thing that I hadn't been willing to give up as an alcoholic food. And that was alcohol. And I came home one evening and I had a glass of wine and the glass of wine did not lead me to more wine. Cause that is not my issue. It led me to the cheese and the cheese led me to the crackers and I was off and running. And thank God in the morning I was able to pull back my abstinence. But what I got to see again was that that craving was in me. That food had created a craving. And for about a week to 10 days, I was white knuckling it again. So once, and, and, and I can say today that, I mean, that's completely gone. That craving, you know, craving is gone. And um, so I, if, if nothing else, there are two messages. And one is that, you know, alcohol is, is not a food on my food plan, not because I have a problem with it, but because it leads me to the food. And the other is that, damn, that allergy is real. It's real, real, real. And um, anyway, the other, the other issue with our, our food thing is that, you know, there's the allergy, but then there's our, our, our mind forgets that we are allergic to it and it goes back. So anyway, I've been, I have worked this, the steps with my sponsor. I'm on step 11 and um, I made some, some amends that were, they made me cry. They, I felt so good afterwards. I just bawled. Um, and they weren't the big ones. They weren't the family members. They were just like little stuff. And, um, it just, I don't know, it was a really big release. And, um, I can say that, that I have felt the nine step promises and I'm getting into a habit of doing, um, 10 steps. And sorry, were you telling me time? Couldn't No. Okay. Um, uh, the 10 steps are just, um, they're, they're not now I am last five minutes. Okay. Thank you. Um, they're not easy because they force me to one, take the time to look at myself, but two, they force me to reach out to fellows. And, um, I, it's, that's really, really hard for me. Um, I think it is for a lot of people. I don't think I'm unique, but, um, but just getting into the habit of it, it's like, it just blows my mind every time that I call someone to do a 10 step and how I see a 10 step is, is like literally like the, the three sentences in the big book on page 84 that says, I'm resentful at this person. Um, here's why I was selfish. Here's where I was dishonest. Here's where I was self-seeking. Here's the fear. God, please remove these, um, say a prayer and then go help someone else. Like, I am blown away at how it will take away my anxiety, my desire to eat. Um, it's just, it's a beautiful way to live. It's just, I just, yeah. So anyway, I'm on step 11 and I'm, I'm excited to kind of dig into, you know, new pathways of spirituality, but I'm very, very training wheels right now. Um, and then step 12. And really I just have to read the, 
read the chapter and start putting my name out there. Um, but I definitely feel the promises. I am completely free from the obsession of food today. And I have been for, um, let's see, it's been about five months minus the alcohol cheese incident and take out 10 days. Cause I was not free from the food. I mean, it was whew, white knuckle city. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I guess, um, I guess that's, that's all I really have to say. But like I said, I was such an, such a treat to, to talk because I otherwise probably would be a little ashamed to say I had that slip. And, um, but I know it really taught me something. So it probably was good to, to say it out loud. So anyway, thank you for inviting me. And, um, that's all I have to say. Thanks. (laughs) 